Oh, crap, 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 crap. Just a sec, guys. I've got to go close a window. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that we can have our windows open in February? Must be nice. Must be nice, Veronica. <laughs> living in a rainforest. Yeah, living in a Disney <laughs> playground forest that you live in. <laughs> Snow White. Yeah. Oh, I'm Snow White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just now Hi that the sun's gone down, it's a little cold. Yes. <laughs> Just so proud of everybody. It's, um, it's five, really four, four, three, two, and one. one. Hello, the world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Come Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. So, some really staggering news came out of the internet today. Um. And we're going to get to that in just a moment. My name is David Oje. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. I'm joined as always by Beth. Hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the Happy Hour at Happy Hour on Twitter.com. Uh, happy Hour Pod on Instagram. And now yes. YouTube.com slash Happy Hour. So be sure to everyone uh, like and subscribe and thank you everybody. Uh, That is not possible without the subscribers that we got and all the people that watch and interact on the regular. Thank you. Shout out to Anik and others that have commented, but Anik comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, Really great. Very gifted artist. So good morning, Anik. Good morning, Uh, Anik. Hope you're, hope you're enjoying your time drawing shit. Um, (laughs) Which is incredible, by the way. It's incredible. Some great shit. artwork. Make sure to check her out. Someone look up her at really quick. Anik Design. Lemire Designs. A Lemire Designs. A Lemire Designs. A Lemire. Lemire Designs. Designs. Lemire. That's how it's spelled. I yeah okay. Yeah, but she's Quebecois. Yeah, she is a Quebecer, and that's what they do. I was going to write down a note here. Uh, So the really terrible news to come out of things today, aside from, you know, just general terribleness that's happening. But uh, the most dire, I think, is that Daft Punk have split up. (gasps) I saw that. David Latre said. (sighs) Bernie knows. I mean, well, when did Random Access Memories come out? 2013, 2014? And that was like their last album. And I don't recall if Tron Legacy came out before or after that. I think it came out before then. Because that's when I was still in that part of my life when I'd go to Applebee's to hit on this certain girl. <laughs> who is now happily married. Not Apple to me. Not you. Applebee's. I haven't been to yeah. Applebee's in so long. What did you what did you get? Because it's a pandemic. Yeah, that's right. But also Applebee's. But even before that. What did yeah. you eat at Applebee's? I drank at Applebee's. Okay. Eat? Okay. Are you insane? Look, oh I don't I was the craziest. I was a poor college thing. student and we went to half apps all the time. Haps. That was a thing. It was like text mass texting. Who's coming yeah. to Haps? Let's go. Oh, cool. We're poor. I don't I don't remember my go-to meal at Applebee's. Um, but I do I've remember my go-to drink. The Applebee's I went to had Labatt's and I drank a lot of them. There you go. Uh, so yeah, very sad about Daft Punk. One of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, Parisians, if nobody knew, they are French French people. Uh, there is a Lucky dog in the background. Hi, Lucky. <laughs> Lucky had no idea. Just, oh my God. <laughs> L- Lucky's really upset. Lucky's super pissed about this whole endeavor. Lucky. And, um, uh, uh, what the heck was it? So, right, they're French, French. Uh, little, sometimes people are surprised by that, but no, there are DJs in other countries. Uh, that does happen. And here we are. Now uh, we get to talk about the Habs. The Habs played twice since the last time we spoke about them, and we had a great episode last week. <laughs> and we're going to have another balling episode this week. So, they, uh, they, they had a week to rest, and then they played the Leafs, 
and they lost to the Leafs. Like every other team in the North Division has been doing as of late, losing to the Leafs, unless you happen to be the Ottawa Senators. (laughs) That game was last night, and it is February, uh, and we are now... I think I think it I think it's beyond a conclusion at this point that there are two Habs teams. The one that played in January and then the one that hit the ice on February 2nd against the Ottawa Senators. From that date until last night's game, Senators Senators almost the end of the month, the Habs have not been themselves. It has been a it's, – it's like we're watching last year's team again, and that's not good, especially when we have a second line of Suzuki, Drouin, and Anderson. Incredible players. Probably the best line we've had all month, despite the woes that the team has been going through. Um, <laughs> Colt Kanyemi is finding his extra gear that he had in the playoffs. He's been looking incredible. Uh, playing currently, ooh, who can remind me who's playing with currently? Uh, Armia and usually Lekkonen, I think. Unless Lekkonen is fourth line, they have Byron with Cook and Niemi. That's yeah, sucks. usually Lekkonen. Yeah. Uh, there was also, well, no, no, Tofoli as well, but since, you know, yeah, things haven't been going well, Tatar was, well, demoted, mm-hmm. uh, scratched last week as well, uh, but demoted to the third line with Toffoli winging it with Deneau and okay. Gallagher you know, remaining with Deneau as well. Philip Deneau is a, is a, is a conversation. Uh, there are a lot of conversations with the team that I don't even know where we can begin with if they don't want to play like we know they can play as. Why teams like the Ottawa Senators give the Habs such a hard time is a mystery for the ages. It doesn't make any sense because last night the Senators went on to the ice with nine points on the season. Nine. And they played uh, something like, crap, I had that up before. And they had played 19 games. They are the worst team in the league. The worst, points-wise. I'm sure they have a lot of heart. But points-wise, it is not there. They are worse than Detroit. And we are lucky enough to have them in the North Division because they are, let's see, of, 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 of the five victories the Senators have in this season, two at the expense of the Habs, Two at the expense of the Leafs. We can talk about that great moment in sports history. <laughs> and uh, one other game against, uh, I don't know what, because I don't know the Sens all that much. Some other Northern Division team. But there are issues. And this week has to start a turnaround. Because if you go in against the Leafs rested, and the game was fair against the Leafs, but until special teams happen and Saturday night blew the doors off, whatever the penalty kill was when the Leafs went a hundred percent on their power play in three power plays granted one was a five V three and they got the goal in like the last five seconds of that five V three. And we can talk about refs and they're so awful for both the Leafs game and the Senators game. But if, if you're taking a penalty, kill it. If you get a power play, score. Where are the Habs? Because what, what we've been watching in February are not the Habs as they ought to be. And what are you going to do? Did you hear the captain today? He, was, um, he said he made an interesting remark about the negativity like a negative, negative vibes or something like that. And 
it was kind of, it was weird. It was weird. I don't know what's going on. It's almost reminiscent of um, Subban's last season with the Habs. Remember where they just took a nosedive in like December and it never, obviously they never recovered, but there's, there's something weird. <laughs> there's something weird. It's so hard to explain. The talent is there The the, you know, the, the, the solutions that Julian tried to find, you know, by scratching Tatar that actually worked out well for him, you know, but I don't know, like these guys seem to, they seem to be of the same sort of, you know, fabric. I don't, I don't know what's, what's, what is going on. There's a lack of discipline, certainly, especially in the game against Toronto. I just don't know what's going on. I can't explain it. And they've got to turn it around. A tooth sweet. Yeah. Well, the other problem with that is, um, well, just another another problem to add to the heat is that January and February were must-win months. Yeah. And January was very nice. January was a great month for the Habs. Because, like, like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Not February 2nd, but February 4th. Excuse me when I mentioned the Sanders game when they first played them. Um because I have the schedule right here and I misread it. Um, 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 yeah, January was re- was great. February, no, it's 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 that the Habs the last ten games for the Habs. Like, well, what's the last ten record right now? Um, 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 it's um, bad. Four, five, and one. Now, here's a funny thing: the Laval Rocket are playing tonight, and they look like a team that's ready to rip meat off a. Of buffalo's ass they want to <laughs> fucking play and they're good they look great like lucas vedemo i think it was oh no it was Ilanen. is jesse Ilanen, um um shot literally shot the puck into his own net tonight and i wasn't even that mad like he literally like looked slapper <laughs> score out himself incredible i think he was aiming for the for the boards behind the net or he just didn't know where he was. <laughs> but it's incredible goal. And I don't even care because after that, they play, they're playing their asses off. And it's such a joy to watch. It's like the, the, the Manitoba Moose goalie, uh, Burden, Bendian, Bergen, whatever his name is. I don't know AHL goalies aside from the Laval peeps. But man. That guy's playing out of his mind like, like he has a gun to his head. You know, because he kind of does. But, like, it's just great. It's great to watch. And it's so much more enjoyable than watching the Habs right now. And that makes me so annoyed because the Habs are great in January and it just nosedive, as you yeah. said, Veronica. There was another point I wanted to make. And I, oh, you're right. The Laval Rocket. The Laval Rocket have it have as many wins at home as the Habs do at the Bell Center because that's where Laval is playing. That's where I was tying it in. The <laughs> Habs have won three games at the Bell Center out of eight at home. What is going on there? Like, fuck the retro reverse jersey nonsense. Just, just whatever. They can't win at home. The second last season, the team with the second to worst home record were the Habs. The team with the worst record last season was Detroit. What's going on? How come they can't play in Montreal? There's that it's it's F- it's, it's too consistent to ignore. There's there is some sort of disconnect, and <clears throat> I mean it could be between a lot of things like I do hesitate to name names because we don't know what's going on in the locker room, but Dano could be pissed off and it could be, he could be pissed off enough or frustrated enough that there's an issue that we're not seeing off the ice, but still in, within the team. Um, our special, the special teams, they've 
they've disintegrated. Yeah. We used to, the Habs used to have a power kill. They were scoring every every penalty kill they had. It was where we never got angry. Like I mean, yeah, we were drawing a lot of penalties and it was annoying, but we were scoring on every single one of them. And so it didn't it didn't even matter. We could we could score four on five and be and win a game and be fine. And it's I don't there's some there's there's a I think there's several disconnects and. I'm, my, uh, my best guess is that it's something going on within the players themselves. Maybe not all of them, but there's some of the players, there's something going on there um, amongst them. And then there's also a disconnect between the team and the coaching staff, whether it's just Claude or Claude and Kirk or whatever. Um, and they ha- that has to be figured out. It's an... I'm not on, I'm not, I'm not necessarily on the whole fire Claude train, but he has to adjust. He has, he can't like, yeah, he's, he's an old dog and it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, but he has a young team. He has a very young team. The Habs are one of the youngest teams in the league and they have grown up playing a certain style of hockey. And yes, a lot of the, uh, assets um, a lot of the players attained during the offseason might fit more to Claude's style of coaching but he, it's the team is still young enough and different enough um, that he has to adjust as well to them and not just ex- only expect them to adjust to him <clears throat> yep I heard um, Aaron Ward was saying that teams are respecting Montreal, but there's no, Montreal's not um, surprising anymore. They know exactly what they're going to get and the adjustments haven't been made. So I don't know what the answer is. I'm a little bit more troubled by, by Shay Weber's comment about the negativity because for him to use that word reminds me of... Um, Remember uh, that year, the nosedive year, um, with uh, it might it might have been subsequent actually to Subban's last year because it was right what right before Michelle Terrien got fired, and Carrie Price said in the locker room, "We've lost our identity." Like the, that's the, kind of uh, very serious language for a hockey player to use. Like there's, they're very careful about yeah. because especially, especially, like price. especially price yeah. or Weber, like for either of them to like that reveal for them, that's revealing a lot. Yeah. That's well, like the that. other, you know, aside from Weber's comments, the Rouen today said, what do you say? I see. I was, I was trying to look that up while um, Beth was talking. What, what was did Rouen say? Yeah, I thought I had it. I thought I had it. He's very loquacious. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's very so... loquacious. Like it's so hard to keep up with him. Uh, I think this is the quote. It's both coaches put a system, and players have to execute it. It's pretty simple. Players play. Players have to do their job and make sure they're ready to do their job. He said that after asking where, uh, where's the blame. And he mentioned coaches and players. Players <laughs> and players coaches. And coaches? Is, did, did I hear that right? He said coaches. And co- okay. Um and <laughs> coaches. Um coaches, plural. Plural. Coaches. Yeah, he did. He did. Sorry, uh, my friend fell asleep. So that was super like, yeah, really? So we're Damn. just bearing it all out here. So uh, Simon mentioned this when he was on before yeah. that this is Claude's year. If he doesn't make, you know, stuff happen this year, that's a problem. And if the team's struggling this early again in a season, because let's recall last season, you know, aside from the pandemic, Last season, October, hopeful, not outrageously good, but they, we were playing hockey. November hits, Duran Byron go down, eight-game skid, 
another week or two, another eight games get at some, some other point in the season. And um, who knows what would have happened if COVID didn't hit and the Habs lotteried essentially into the playoffs. They did play for it. They beat the Penguins. Yes. But that there's a whole lot of ifs, ands, or buts there because that, that, one, that week when everything stopped on March uh, 15th-ish or so. 15th. Yeah. Oh. The Habs were going to play Buffalo their very next game. And that if Buffalo won that game, they would have been facing the Penguins and not the Habs. Yeah. Skinner. But that's not what happened. But mm-hmm. it is not what happened. And Buffalo is terrible this year. Oh, my what God. What in the hell? They that's all they got is Skinner. first overall like, picks. Just awful. Awful, 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 just crazy. And um, you know, that's a good point to have uh, folks as well that you can't change a coach in the GM ever like two, three years or so because it doesn't work. You know, that being said, I do believe that this is Claude's last stand. Yeah, I, I agree. Really yeah. has to work. A great okay. point that was made, made again by somebody on Twitter that I cannot name. That I would love to if I remembered, but I read it and I was like, oh, good point. Let me lock that away into my, I probably read it like last week or something. Anyway, they said, Claude's never been to the playoffs with the Habs. Sort of kind of true because he came in the middle of the season that they went out in the first round against the Rangers. But since then, mm-mm. interesting. Yeah, he t- Claude also took over a team that was in first place in the division, remember? Were they? I don't yep. recall. At the time, the keep Michelle Terrien got fired when Montreal was in first place in the division on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. On <laughs> Saint Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> I just would like to bring up uh, Dale Weiss's tweet from yesterday. Dale Weiss has been on fire. Love him. <laughs> he has been pretty great. Um, but he said, and this is this is from 2015. So this is before the trade the um his tweet is from 2015 no 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 no. he's he's he the what he talks about is from 2015 he says i remember 2015 when the habs started the year 9-0-1 and didn't make the playoffs that year yep that's a good tweet yeah hot starts and they oh just murdered that before man (laughs) are you just watching hockey no, no, no. I was I was looking up a tweet and it just came up in the in the feed. I was like, oh <laughs> god, I would be. It's on in the other room, but you know, he Brian Burke said that he's got a mean streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Burke <laughs> working for the penguins now. That team <laughs> that team's gonna turn around quick. I don't know, honestly. Um, but yeah, Habs are in a bad spot. Yeah. And there's there's so much wrong all at once. And it seems that the same Thing. issues are happening. Somebody I, else put a tweet out there. Uh, Tony Marinero actually put a tweet out there okay. talking about uh, the Habs power plays over the last five years. And they're terrible. <laughs> they're just awful. What's happening? What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? What is going on? I so I know this will never happen because it's not a thing that really happens in hockey unless there's an emergency like there was uh, during the playoffs over the oh. summer. But I would like to see like a trial coaching a trial game coached by uh, Ducharme. I think that would be I think a change of pace would be good for the team. Um, just just experiencing something different um, because this team is so different than it was when Claude took the reins. And like, I mean, it, it'd be akin to having Perry in last night over Lekkanen. Um Who scored, if, by the way? Oh, my God. Yes. <clears throat> um, well, that's another freaking Silky, silky mitts. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, no, you're fine. It's just like sometimes – the team just sometimes all they really need is a splash of cold water on their face and to, to bring them back to the senses. And last night, Corey Perry tried really hard to be that cold splash of water. He worked his butt off. Um, yeah. It wasn't completely successful, but maybe they just, they need a bigger splash of water and that would be 
just even a one or two game coaching change where it's just like, Hey, like Mark Bergman's like, I'm Mark Bergman and I do whatever the hell I want because I'm a wizard and I'm going to p- take my wizard friend <laughs> and like, look close. You just go like, hang out. Like you just, just, just be the assistant coach for a night or two. Just hang out on the bench and let Dom do his thing. I want to see what he's got just for kicks and giggles. Like that's it's a good fun. idea. Like never, I just never happened. It's that never, never it's, it, it will never happen, but <laughs> it'd be really, yeah, it, it is and a really good idea though. I wish that sometimes the old hockey men would take their heads out of their asses and just actually do something novel and different for once because it could win them a hockey game. Like you, don't, this isn't 1927 where we're playing hockey with wooden sticks that your dad fit together in his woodshed. Like, <laughs> we're not using knit sweaters like that your mom made like which is don't get me wrong those are really cool i've seen them in the hockey hall of fame everyone should go but do something different it's it's cool it's fun and it will it'll change the way that your team thinks like it'll change the brain connections that they have like literally like changing something about an environment even if it's not a a visible thing or a physical thing like just changing this little piece of direction that they get from the coach or from who they're getting, what, who they're getting it from could change the whole, the whole dynamic of a season. And I feel like that was not great explaining and I'm sorry, but I just, I think it'd be cool. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I think it'd be cool too, but yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're not changing out the players and I, you, you brought something up earlier, um, Beth, the thing that you brought up about um, Philippe Dano. Mm-hmm. I I don't think that he would like sabotage the team no, over a contract situation, but no, I don't. I, I, I know what you oh, meant. I, I know what you were yeah. saying, but um, it reminds me like that. That's not a bad theory because remember Pacioretty's thing mm-hmm. and all of this the stuff, the rumors that were swirling around about how it was, you know, damaging inside the locker room after he got traded, you guys remember Jordy, Ben, Jeff Petrie, I think, I think even Drouin, they were all interviewed after he left and there was like no love loss there. Mm-hmm. Even like like Jordy Ben said, I've been traded before. Well, you know, nobody cried for me. You know, Jeff Petrie deliberately sidestepped the opportunity to say something nice, like in a, in such a way that it was notable. And so, yeah, I wonder if, and like contract, I don't think it's where he's like in the locker room being a deliberate jerk. I know maybe he has a sullen attitude and everybody else is sick of it. Like, we don't know, like if anything is possible, um, and I, I love to know, and I hope things work out. Um, but we know that everybody, almost everybody on this team is replaceable. Like, and yeah, and I mean, I do say almost, but it's, I hope we're wrong. I hope we're I hope, wrong. I hope he's we're so wrong. Sweet and wonderful. He is a I adore him. He doesn't him. seem to me like to have, to be the kind of guy that would have yeah. an attitude like Pacioretty. Right. We saw him with a chip on his shoulder all the time, but so I don't, I don't know. It's just, it was just an idea. Like I'm, I have no evidence for this at all. Um, but, and it could, it could be somebody else. It could be anybody that we're not thinking of. We don't know what's going on in there. I unfortunately do not have access to the hub locker room. Um, so (laughs) we've been there. We've been there. I've, I haven't had access once or twice, but I haven't, not you guys, place. this week is the anniversary of our trip to Montreal. The first time we were all together. All three of us together at the same time. And then look what happened. And then look what happened. <laughs> it's our fault. It's not, it's not our fault. <laughs> we were at the last game the last at the Bell game. Center. The, the last, last Saturday games. night. Last Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. The last, the last Saturday game. night game. We saw Jeff mm. Petrie's overtime game winning goal. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. What's not in my calendar? What the fuck? We had we we went to um what's the place that we went to? 
Was it La Cache? The breakfasts. Oh, for the breakfast. That, uh, the like the egg place. The egg place. The egg place. Uh, the La Coco day. or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, La La Coco. La Coco or Mo- yes. Moncoco or something. Mm. Moncoco. Mm-hmm. Great breakfast, and I, I love the presentation. For Hello, Moncoco. Hello, Moncoco. Hello, Moncoco. Hello. Yeah, it was a long one ago. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think good, she's good thought I heard I said her name. Look at oh. her. She's just, she's like phasing in and out. Oh, sweet. Girl. Good job, Lucky. <laughs> okay. What a good job. Oh, my God. Here's Lucky. Lucky. Wow. She wants you. No, 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 no. No. She thinks it's um, S U P P E R time. Oh, which it's not lucky. Okay, oh, that place is down. really good, and the servers are really nice. Yep, it would be a year this weekend. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I got there guys. on the 27th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss you guys. I remember it's trying too. to turn on the radiators because it was <laughs> so cold, and I was like, I can't. Like I, I was like, I don't know if they're on or not. I hope it'll be warm. And then I was like, I'm going to take a nap. Because so I got there first and then Veronica and Dave came later. And I was like, I'm going to take a nap until you guys get here. And then I woke up and the house was boiling. I know. <laughs> then so- I, I, I had open windows for about, <laughs> for a while. Oh, you had that cute little snow covered balcony. <laughs> it was like the size of a phone. Yeah. But it had a little chair and a table. <laughs> lot of snow <laughs> that's right <laughs> about that. i'm like what is oh my god <laughs> it was such a charming neighborhood yeah. too right it was yeah it was it was so charming and so close to everything it's just yeah, like we were, bang we were liquor like, store we boom groceries yeah uh, we pow starbucks from the from the forum it was uh-huh. a good time it was yeah. a good time, it was a great time. we, we packed a lot, a lot into a few days we really did Dave got like was super hungover and drove us all around. Really remember? But remember, we were getting ready to go to breakfast that when we went to the practice, and we thought Dave was sleeping. Yeah. And, <laughs> because he wasn't over. Your we were first like, mistake. <laughs> we were like, we were like, we'll be really quiet. We'll go get breakfast. We put Dave in the room off the off the kitchen. Yeah, we'll let. We were like, we'll let Dave sleep. And we're like getting ready to walk out the door, and Dave like comes like sliding into the into the <laughs> literally like, risky, biz, risky business style. Like, wait, <laughs> where are you guys going? He has like one shoe on or something, <laughs> and he wanted to come to breakfast. With yeah, us. we're like, we'll bring you something back. He's like, no, I'm coming. <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> I'm trying then, to remember my drive because I remember that weekend being being particularly cold. It was oh well. my god, it was so cold, white frigid. It's when we went to um, the practice in Brossard. Yes. And we saw, we saw Jerry Price. That's right. We did. uh, Yeah. yeah. And Dave only had his dress shoes. And yeah. And, um, and the, uh, the alumni or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The fantasy camp was there too. So I got to hang out with those guys for a little bit as well. That was always good. Oh, and remember the fire Bruzevane sign guy was there too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering how he was doing a week ago. Yeah, I wonder how he's doing now. I wonder. You know what the team doing so badly now? Brendan Kelly must be so excited. But um, I mean, I don't, I've never read his stuff, but I think about these people often. Like, Right now, you can't blame Mark Bergemain for anything. Can't blame him for any of this mess that's going on right now. This little nope. mini slump. But in a 56-game season, dude, these games matter. Yeah, it can't happen. No. It not happen. It can't happen. You can't do that with a, with a, in the, in the same division where you do have to deal with fucking Austin Matthews. You have to deal with John Tavares. You have to deal with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Those guys can turn it on and they can carry a team on their back. Probably more so McDavid and all them. Because so far, and it's, and it's 
a terrible truth. But the, the freaking Maple Leafs are firing on all cylinders, and they're just mowing every team down in the North Division. They're like 10 points up on the Habs right now. It, that didn't take very long either. Yeah, and a bunch of games in hand, though. Yeah, well, I mean, so at this point. <laughs> well, this month, I'm not going to be as pessimistic as you. We'll decide it. I mean, playing the Jets. I haven't played the Jets yet. We get to see PLD. That'll be fun. Just looking what? at Pierre Luc Dubois. PLD. Oh, Pierre, right. PLD, Pierre Luc Dubois. Um, yeah, and he looked fucking awesome last night. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't last night his first game? Yep. Three yeah. points, two goals, one assist. He's he fit right in with the Jets. Thumb, so. Can't wait to play <laughs> oh, that. That's right. He's a Jet now. Oh, my God. I was confused. <sighs> I should have added Pierre Luc Dubois. Yeah, a list of people to freaking worry about. I mean, yeah, sure, we don't have to worry about you know, uh, these Bears, uh, yeah, uh, Bergeron or um, Marshawn or Pasternak. My god, what a cheat code that guy is. We don't have to worry about, um, goodness, don't have to worry about Ovechkin, don't have to worry about those guys, but we have to worry about Conor McDavid and fucking Austin Matthews. 10 times almost, yeah, um, ridiculous. Gonna check out my goddamn spreadsheet I, I, can i talk about something or yep. yes okay two there's two things i want to talk about uh one the first thing is cory perry hi cory hi cory perry i'm so glad that you're a hab so yeah glad. me too um, so glad so glad um last night arthur luckenden was scratched in in favor of cory perry this was not a personal attack against Arturi Lekman. No. At all. At all. Uh, Claude Julian said at one of his press conferences before the season, between the training camp and the season, that he planned on resting a majority of his players um, when, whenever possible in order to keep them fresh. And we, I mean, we all know Claude Julian likes to blend his lines sometimes. And this just gives him another excuse to do that. However... It's a condensed season. We're about to go into a month or go into the rest of the season playing a game almost every two nights, if not more. Um, it's where Corey Perry is with the team now. He has to pass through waivers. He went to the taxi squad. Um, <clears throat> he is now a permanent, semi permanent, permanent part of the Habs. And Corey Perry, he does not play. He plays a more, he plays a meteor game, a, a, a less cerebral game than Arturi Lekkanen does. And it seems like that's what Claude Julien was going for last night against the Senators. And Arturi Lekkanen has not produced much of anything in the last seven games, I think. Um, and so Claude will, I mean, this is conjecture, but Claude was like, Hey, um, our Lekkanen, you're going to hang out in the press box. You're going to watch, um, maybe think about your game. Think about what hap- what's happening on the ice. Think about what, what other people are doing and apply that to yourself or apply whatever you do to what's happening on the ice and see if you can integrate that into your play. And then Perry, I want you to come out and show us your stuff. Um, Show me, show me what you can do against this team. Um, and hopefully we get something good done. And like I said earlier, it was, it was also like a, a splash of cold water on the face. It was something different, something to wake the team up, shake the team up um, and get, and hopefully get different results. And granted, like the team lost, but it was not just some vendetta against a player or, some weird experiment like sometimes Claude does things that I don't understand and part of it is that I don't play hockey and I have never played hockey in my life but there are other things where I'm just like even though I don't play hockey that is just really freaking weird and I don't understand it but last but Corey Perry playing last night was not one of them um and there are a lot of people who are really upset that Arturi Lekin didn't play last night and I feel like they're missing 
the forest for the trees. Like they're looking at just the individual players instead of what is trying to happen with this team in such a short amount of time and with so many games happening so close together. Yeah, and it was probably more about getting Corey Perry in more than taking Lekonen out. Absolutely. It was right? he was the easy choice. Yeah. Yeah. It, or it was it was it was what best fit, the pieces that best fit being yeah. switched out. Yeah. And I, I mean, wasn't I'm, even I'm a huge Lekonen fan and I was yeah. just like, whatever, let's go. Yeah, like and then he scored. So we've always been really big Lekonen fans. Like I remember our first our very first podcast um I didn't get to watch the game because I was on an airplane and um <laughs> oh yes Lekkonen scored a goal and you guys told me about it and I was screaming because I was so happy for him <laughs> um and then when he was injured and we were hoping that he would get to come back for um the 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 terrible uh, centennial classic game against the senators like he I think he had a concussion or he had I forget what injury he had but he was out for a long time and we were like will he get to come back and then he was back he we saw him warming well, at least we saw him warming up with the players with the team and stuff and we've <laughs> always been big Lekkonen fans it's not weird we have anything against our Trey Lekkonen it's just no. that it was a it was a game move yeah strictly yeah. business not personal business. yeah I mean, you said at the beginning, Claude said he wanted to switch up players. That's it. Done. Yeah. He's going to play play everyone. The weird thing about Corey Perry is that now he cannot go back to the taxi squad unless he goes on waivers. Oh, shit. And that's, that's the thing that baffled me. Sure. Let's take a look at the, uh, the, uh, the opponents that are, that are coming up this week. You got two tilts against Ottawa. Who do you want against Brady Kachuk? Corey Perry or Arturi Lekin? Corey Perry. Yes, I agree. That would be my choice too. It's it's it, it. Corey Perry has surprised the hell out of me this season. I know With everybody. He, I thought he was Biff. He's more Biff from Back to the Future. Yes. Okay. I'm riding this train. Make like or, a tree and get right, out. Let me here. get a book out. Get out of here. <laughs> or, or, um, 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 he's he's closer to Doc Brown than Biff Tannen <laughs> than I would have given him credit. He's smart. He's oh, yeah. older. He's slower, but man, he gets he thinks about plays. That whole. Him, him power forwarding into that goal was, was a thing that could only happen because he saw it. He's like, I can yeah. do this right now, and I have a good chance without hurting the team's mm-hmm. play at the moment to do something great. He, the he, puck could have been stopped, honestly, but the Habs would have maintained possession in the zone. Despite that, probably would have gotten a faceoff. But no, Corey scored instead, and that's how it is. He's a very, very smart guy. Yeah. And he, I did not give him credit for that for the longest time as a goon on the freaking yeah. guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were likening him to Martinson. I just hope it doesn't turn into a Martinson and not situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> I don't like totally, Corey Perry. I was like, this better not bite us in the ass. But you don't like you- Corey Perry, did you say? No, because I like the Kings. Like, okay, like I appreciate Corey Perry. And what he's doing for the Habs, it is just very hard for me to be nice, like, <laughs> just because I have hated him for so long. <laughs> um, but and, and also, like, there was—I think it was last season or the season before—like, all he he both times that the Habs faced the Ducks, Carey Price played, and he was Brendan Gallagher and Carey Price, just in the crease, doing being annoying, and I was like. Carrie Price is literally going to punch this guy in the face and get ejected. <laughs> like I, I was, I was so annoyed with him, and I was also little scared did we him. know that yeah. best friends. They're like buds. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> he was just being so annoying, and I was. It just made me even angrier. It just made me dislike him even more. And it's like I'm trying to be nice to Corey Perry. It's just that this is what year is it? How old am I? This has been almost 10 years of me hating Corey Perry. <laughs> so I have to, I have to work on, I'm working on it where there's an effort being made. 
I am I I'm very grateful for Corey Perry and the goal that he scored last night. Is that is that good? Product placement. Have <laughs> mm. a sprite. Speaking of, <laughs> Ooh. I don't have any um, Doritos. I'm sorry. Um, do we have time for the other thing that I wanted to be angry about? Are we Almost. done? I'm still confused okay. about Corey Perry playing on the team against the cap when he has to be sent down on waivers again. Because if he's sent down on waivers, will somebody pick him up? A Corey yeah. Perry for under a million dollars? Yeah. Playing yeah. the way that he is playing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And it's it's like, why take the risk of him going if you don't care about him going? That's the only thing I can think yeah. of right now, that they don't care. So he goes, then they bring up somebody from Laval, perhaps, to, to, to take the position in the uh, the taxi squad. And it's just, it, there's, I, I don't know if this is like, oh, we're, oh, we're just going to do this to do it. Because no, this was a very deliberate move to make because they know that they either have to keep Corey Perry on the roster, which probably isn't that. I don't know if that was the game plan at the beginning because the Habs were just mopping the floor with teams before with the you know roster without Perry. But now yeah. he has to be on the team. And yeah, that, he has that, to. that yeah. raised you know, alarm bells in my head that say, if they keep him on the, the roster, sure, Corey Perry, he can do things with the team, but to me, it signals slowing things down until, until they can get themselves settled, which mm, you can't do that this season. You no. have to be high octane, risk, 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 risk. Just keep going, you know, push <laughs> for the net. Do let the kids play, you know, that, that freaking yeah. all the, all that nonsense that, uh, that, well, that you just, it's... you want a modern fast team. Corey Perry's not a modern fast player. Good player, smart, modern fast, not quite. So that really made me do a, it gave me a ponder and I don't know what to make of it. Well, I don't think it's a, it's necessarily going to slow things down so much. Like you said, he's, he's so smart. Um, I mean, he's not the fastest guy, but he knows he he can pick his spots, right? It's so, like him and him and Toffoli. I kind of put in the same little ball because yeah. they, they they're sort of kind of similar. Toffoli's yeah. a bit has has like maybe a, a touch more panache to his game. Yeah, but they're they're not gonna you know they're not gonna win any speed skating races. No, and but we've got they're they're so deliberate when they get the puck. With how with you know with how they want to dictate what they're doing with it, I think Corey Perry actually a bit more. Toffoli's so weird to me. I, I can never put like my finger on him until he like scores a goal from out of nowhere. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. How, how'd this happen? <clears throat> so I don't know. I was talking. It's it's a thing. I was talking to my mom yesterday about this and before the game and about the differences between like Corey Perry and Lekkinen or Corey Perry Corey Perry and Toffoli versus players like Lekkinen, and it's like they're both scientists. But like Corey Perry and Tyler Toffoli are like um, engineers. It's a lot of um, just like hands-on, you know, this, you have to get the right answer for this to happen and then this to happen and then this to happen and this to happen. Um, And a lot of like uh, spatial relations and things like that. But Arturi Lekkinen is a chemist and sure like you you mix these things and they're supposed they're supposed to react this way but sometimes something else happens and this reaction happens instead and not everything is not every answer is permanent not every answer is always correct and not and not even the correct answer is always the right one kind of thing um and it's that's how like their styles of play and their ways of thinking are based on where they've come up. I mean, like the Western conference is, has a very different style of play from the Eastern conference. And sometimes you just, you just have to, you need that different piece, that different brain um, to solve a problem. Yeah. Good one. I agree. That metaphor is for you. Um, maybe it's Ian. So enjoy. I'm nodding my head. <laughs> um. Yeah. And so, yeah, because remember how um, 
when they put Paul Byron on waivers and we were all terrified and everybody was reassuring us that he was never going to get picked up because of his contract. So that was very deliberate. They, they yeah. put him on waivers because they knew that nobody was going to pick him up. Yeah. So I was I, thinking where, how they're putting themselves in this position with Corey Perry is a little bit, I mean, they must know what they're doing. And that's, that's the whole thing. I'm assuming they know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then the team actually plays and I'm like, I don't know if they know what they're doing. <laughs> Jake Allen is our most consistent player. <laughs> oh my God. Poor Jake, Jake Allen. Allen. I wanted to like send him a fruit basket. I can't, oh even, I can't even begin to imagine thinking what was it like either it's a deployment issue or players just shit the bed. And I think players shit the bed on that overtime. Like, oh, yeah. Brady Kachuk had the puck behind the net, skated in front of the net, left the rink, wrote a letter to his mother <laughs> with his intentions of what he was going to do, sent it, waited for the parcel to be delivered in the snow, Re- received a response back from his mother saying, Will you please? Darling. do this like like actually <laughs> do it so so he did that went back to the rank got his stuff all together <laughs> you know, geared up and so now he's out in front of the net and he scores <laughs> so like josh allen i mean no, wrong guy. sorry um, um, um anderson was just yeah. looking at him yeah didn't do anything alexander romanov was on the ice for like three minutes of that overtime. He never got off. Him and Kalkaniemi. What were they doing? <laughs> you gotta get off. Because <laughs> you can't play NHL hockey for that long. I don't care how young they are. They were <clears throat> beat. Absolutely beat. I remember I like I tweeted this deliberately. I was like, oh. Alexander Romanov and Kotkaniemi hit the ice. I'm like, oh, an OT? Great. Great skaters. Kotkaniemi's been playing great. That's awesome. Then I left. I went to get some snacks at the uh, at the corner store down the way, during right? During overtime? So I got, yep, during overtime. So During overtime? I, yeah, I know. So I got, like, my <laughs> snow gear on, and I got bundled up, trudged out across the parking lot, um, got to my car, started it, drove, you know, to the corner store, Um you know, left the car on, walked into the corner store. I was like, oh, hey, man, how you doing? And I'm, you know, chit-chatting with that guy. I got some snacks. Okay. Paid him. <laughs> got back Skip in my car. a letter car. to your mom. Got, no, got back in my <laughs> car. Read a letter to your mom. Later no, no, for a reply. I don't cry my mother. <laughs> I drove back to my apartment. Trudged to the parking lot. Back inside my apartment. Take my snow gear off. Get comfy again. Sit down. And they were still on the ice. That's my point. Did you get a frozen Snickers? I no, I didn't. So I don't like the Habs have not won in overtime. <clears throat> they don't need no. to, but they kind of do have to. They are 0 and 3 on overtime this season. And it's like, I just what 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 are they doing? Why is it that anytime the team's not five on five? It's 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 like watching a chicken with its head off yeah. running around bleeding all over the place. It's chaos. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And there was there was a point during the 4v4 last night, too, where I was screaming at my TV. Just I didn't understand what was going through their minds. It's the Ottawa Senators. They have a minus 35 goal differential. And they beat the fucking Habs in overtime by a goal. Unacceptable. Let's talk about Black Lives Matter. Nope. Well, yes. Black History Month. Black History Month. Both. (laughs) Yeah, let's do both. Black Lives Do Matter. Okay, so it's February. It's Black History Month. It's almost over. Uh, we have done not a great job of talking about this, and we apologize. Um, we don't have an excuse. No, we just our brains just didn't work properly. I had it in, in my that notes arena. for our first week of um, 
the happy hour episode and I never brought it up. I know. It's okay. If it's okay. I hopefully people forgive us. Please forgive us. Thank you. Um, but guess who's done an even shittier job at Talk <laughs> Black History Month of the Happy Hour? The NHL. Yeah. Um so they okay, so the NHL, um <clears throat> like last year, where they did they did a whole bunch of cool stuff and they didn't promote it they did a crappy job of promoting it um they're not doing as much cool stuff this year because of covid but so we all know that they're doing the helmet decal they started it on the weekend before martin luther king jr day and it's the helmet decal is being worn through um the 28th of february um they're retiring they're finally retiring william Ree's jersey in boston and that was i think that's supposed to have been done already but i don't know if the game got postponed or not um, so I don't know if it's been done yet. Um, I think it did get postponed to like next month or like or something like whenever his birthday is. Um, but <laughs> the NHL is actually doing some other stuff that's actually really cool. But I have seen nothing. No, nothing on TV, nothing on Twitter. I had to go. I found this article from February first that I had not seen anywhere, and I'm always on Twitter. I'm always I'm I I have a problem. I was on Twitter, um, <laughs> so the documentary Willie, which is about Willie's life and features um, a lot of different hockey players of color, black, black hockey players and hockey players of color, um, as well as people like Wayne Gretzky. Um, Gary Bettman um, and the, and Willie himself um, that is available on NBC's Peacock app and on Crave in Canada, if you want to watch it. Um, it is really amazing. I think it's like an hour and a half. Um, but that is, if you have those apps, it's free to watch I, that documentary. I um, do, I have Crave. So please watch it. It's amazing. Um, and last year, I think it, they had it for free, like on ESPN app and now, but now it's available in these other places. So you can watch it on your TV instead of just on your phone or something. Um, the, the NHL say they're sharing stories of black hockey players, both men and women, on the NHL site, on the NHL Twitter, Twitter, and the Soul on Ice podcast, which is hosted by um, a black filmmaker, an NHL, a former NHL prospect, and um, and then a Niagara Ice Dogs defenseman, um, and it's three people, three um, men who are trying to blend the elements of culture and hockey, and providing perspectives on the game from people who aren't white that play hockey and defining moments in the history of NHL and also talking about the future of the NHL and how that needs to work with people who aren't white in the sport. Um, and then the, uh, the NHL, um, not the NHL, Bauer made special skates um, for certain players to wear during warmups, I think during warmups, I don't know if it was a whole game or not, or just warmups, um, during this, during this month, and they are black skates that have images of Willie O'Ree during his hockey career, um, and phrases related to the equality movement, and this was inspired by, um, Terry Smith of Terry Smith Creations, Wayne Simmons, JT Brown, and then Eustace King, who was an NHLPA agent, and they helped to create these skates and different players around the league have gotten to wear these skates, including Nick Suzuki, who wore them on um, Saturday. <clears throat> I think Saturday. I haven't seen the skates. But they're beautiful. I'm never on Twitter. <laughs> they're beautiful. I think it was, it was the last, the, the most recent game where they played at home. Um, they're, they're. He wore them beautiful. for warmups. Yeah, he wore them for warmups. They're, they're just black skates. They have Willary's face on them his number and then different things about like black lives matter and black history month and equality and stuff like that. And I love that. I don't know if, like who, how they chose the players to get to, who got to wear them, but I love that Nick Suzuki got to wear yeah. them. Um, and love that kid so much. The Habs, um, the Habs posted a short video of him skating. It was a close-ups of him skating and him wearing the skates and stuff. Um, but I'm just really disappointed that I like, I have no problem doing research at all. But I hate that I, I know that a lot of people that watch hockey are not going to seek this information. Out. Yeah, they're not. They yeah. have to have it 
spoon fed to them <clears throat> and all of this all of this cool stuff it black history month is almost over and yes we should be absolutely be highlighting black people and their achievements and accomplishments outside of february for sure but this is the month where they're supposed to be especially highlighted and the nhl has done nothing this is worse than when they didn't know oh God. They, they didn't pick any black people for the nhl commercial i mean, for the black history commercial last year do you guys remember that we, i think we talked about it but like they i think they finally like were like oh we'll throw like matt dumba in there um at the last minute but it was all of these different like random white dudes talking about black history month but in like the most monotone boring i don't give a shit about this voices ever. yeah and this month i mean this year like yes there's covid and there's a pandemic and whatever but that means you need to put more into your online and television and radio promotion it's not it's not hard no you put somebody in front of a screen and you have them say something like i mean there's there are more than a handful of players who aren't white in the nhl and there's the same in the in the with women hockey yeah. players we have women hockey players who aren't white that have a barbie okay like talk about the freaking barbie like give away the barbie to girls like i to people i don't care yeah. do something it's not hard <clears throat> Cause I had no idea that they were doing anything yeah. at all about black yeah. history month. I mean, the Seattle Kraken, the Seattle Kraken who had, don't have a team, don't have a coach, have not played a single game. I don't think they, they don't even have a minor league team. They have partnered with the black girl hockey club and they're selling beanies to raise money for the black girl hockey club. Um, speaking of the black girl hockey club, you should take the be uncomfortable challenge, which unfortunately the Montreal Canadians have not done yet, which makes me really sad. Um, there are several hockey teams, several NHL teams that have done it, including the Kraken. I think the Canes did it. I think the Leafs did it even. Like, if the Leafs can do it, the Habs can do it. Come on. Anyway, but, like, the Kraken, who ha- don't have anything, they've, they have partnered with Black Girl Hockey Club to promote Black people and people of color having access to the sport that we love. What's the problem? Anyway, I'm sorry. Let me don't be sorry it's it's <laughs> it's it, it i'm glad that you mentioned something about it because again this i had seen no no promotions of any kind having to do with black history month so if you hadn't if you hadn't mentioned it i wouldn't have known that they did it so that's no good that's bad in fact yeah. it is the other nhl yeah it is still the nhl it's the NHL. <laughs> yeah. And we're out of time. Yeah. I know. Lucky's been telling me. Oh, she's like, mom, <laughs> mom, it's, it's time for dinner. I don't she's, want to say it loud. I want her I to know. Hear. It's, it's a good thing that the mic doesn't really pick up anything else <laughs> other than me because, yeah, she's been grunting. <laughs> I love her, though. She's so sweet. <laughs> she's a very sweet girl. Yeah. This is it. This is it. This, this is it, you guys. What's this is time? it, Habs. This is it. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. It's go time. It's been go time. It's go time. You're late for work. You have to yeah. be there in two You've minutes. Late. Get up. Yeah. Can, Get like, up. Cannot, cannot shit the bed against the senators tomorrow. No. Nope. I, I was, I looked up something. The Habs have a negative goal differential against <gasps> the senators. Oh, against the Senators. They're the only team in the league that has that. Ow. The Senators have that. outshot the Habs. Every other team in the North Division has been literally pushing the Senators into a porta potty and throwing it off a cliff. Gross. Yeah, well, we <laughs> haven't done that. No. And we have to. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Tomorrow. Sorry, Sorry Chris. Chris. Sorry, Sorry, Chris. Chris. Sorry, Brian. Sorry in advance. We Sorry still in like you. Chris. Apologies in advance. You well, Chris texted me. There. He's like, why did they let Brady Kachuk just skate in front of the goal? I'm oh, like, my God. Oh. Well, the Habs play down to people. I know. That's that's so the thing. Weird. I was so proud of them for not doing that early on. And now they're doing it. Yeah, so 
You got to quit doing that. Anyways, we are uh, looking forward to the first match against the Jets on the 25th. That is this coming Thursday. Yes. And um, yeah, then we'll finally have a game against every team in the North Division. Sounds like half the season. That's cool. Yeah. Super cool. Um, Actually, yeah, is that the last 27th? And then do they have a game on the 28th? I'm double checking. That Sunday, no. So this week, that's it for the month of February. Hopefully, we can turn around in March. Hopefully. All right. Um, and if you need to be cheered up, uh, look at the NHL versus the Sun saga on Twitter. That has been a great time because the NHL is dumb. <laughs> yeah, I can't put a rank up. It's the greatest hockey league <laughs> in the world. We're gonna play at high noon. They've got to. They've got to quit this stupid thing their outdoor game thing they've got to stop it just just have the winter classic and that's it yeah we we only need we only need one we don't it's more fun if it's just one it's more novel if it's just one do one in montreal but also just do one just do one a year it's fine yeah montreal versus toronto in in montreal Uh, and then next year versus toronto in toronto you'll make millions of dollars yeah i'm glad the fucking golden knights of nevada got an outdoor game yeah Fuck exactly. Them. I don't like. Anyway. Who cares? Mike, Mark, Mark Stone, Mike Stone, Mark Stone, whatever. He he looks like a chemistry teacher. I don't know. Professor <laughs> Microfracture. All right. Her dinner. Her dinner. Goodbye. Is okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye 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 bye. Thanks for watching.